Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. guys, welcome to episode 15 of our podcast. Today we've got some fun topics. It's called the Super Mega Cast. I'm sorry. It's super, not just some welcome podcast. Welcome to Super Mega Cast. I am Matt Watson and I'm here with my, my lovely friend. And partner. Not Well, not a, like a life partner. No, like a business partner. Well, I'll probably know you for life. but that, Oh, sorry. Not a business partner. A fun partner. A friend. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ryan McGee. That's yeah, Mr. Ryan McGee over there. And we are here to bring you... A fresh, brand spanking new episode of Super Mega Cast for all of you guys to uh, feast your ears upon. We got some fun things to talk about today. A bunch of fun things to talk about. Are you excited for all the fun things we're going to talk about? I am excited for all the fun, fun, yeah, fun yes. things we're going to talk about. Uh, first off, War Dogs is a movie that we saw yeah, recently. It's, it's, it's the latest movie true. we've seen, and I... This movie review series is probably not going to come out for a long time, but it's going to happen eventually. So just just sit back, relax, and be patient. But until then, it's, they're still going to remain here on the podcast. Yeah, except well, these aren't the reviews that you'll be fuck it. Okay. Anyways, War Dogs, Matt. Let's start off. Let's start off with the you know, did we like it? I loved it. Personally. I really, really enjoyed it. I, I liked it. I I would say uh, it's it's kind of like the same story in a sense as um uh Wolf on Wolf of Wall Street. It's like that same dynamic of coming from nothing or having kind of a shitty job and then building yourself up to be very rich and successful and like all the downfalls that come with what you're doing to become rich and successful. Just one of those like Martin Scorsese type of storylines in a sense, but it's directed by the guy who did uh, the Hangover trilogy. Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips. Our boy Todd Phillips. I think he also did uh, Old School. He did He did, He did. did that movie with Zach Galifianakis and Mark. Due Date. Yeah, Due Date. Mark. Mark Wahlberg. What? Is Mark? Wait, no, no. Who? Who? Oh, uh, fucking. What's his Robert name? Downey yeah, Jr. Robert Downey. Yeah, Robert Downey Jones. Yeah, they look alike. <laughs> Robert Downey Jones. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Wahlberg. We did see. We saw Robert Downey Jr. in person for probably three seconds. Yeah, he was in disguise. Burn a fedora. I remember that. <laughs> Can't forget that. No. But uh, but War Dogs was a movie that uh, Ryan and I have been anticipating ever since we first saw the trailer way back in what, was like April or something? Yeah, I like Todd Phillips' style of making like a dirty comedy. Yeah. Not like dirty as in like vulgar or anything, but it just, you look at gritty. this. Gritty. Yeah, gritty. Uh, I like the actors in it. Miles Teller is from my favorite movie of 2014, Whiplash. I so I mean, Whiplash. It, you, you should. I would love to. Everyone tells me I should. Yeah, and of course, Jonah Hill, which has surprised audiences everywhere. 
Yeah, in his other roles, he actually, you know, he's. I mean, he's been doing more serious roles. I mean, War Dogs is still a comedy, but you know, he's he played more of a serious character. He's not a this. college student trying to get some poon. Yeah, but he was. He did a really good job. I thought he he played his character perfectly in in a sense that like you really. I think when someone plays a character and you really hate them like with a passion. Just because they're a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, like that's how you know. I think they played a character really well. Yeah, he he definitely plays a piece of shit. No, you know, spoiler alert. It's not really a spoiler at all. It's just he just plays that asshole friend. You know, yeah, the typical I mean, asshole yeah, friend in a comedy. And um, he uh, Jonah Hill. He likes to uh, gain and lose weight. I'm not sure if it's for his roles, but I would assume maybe they he would. Was, be. Yeah, he was big in this movie. He was really fat, like old Jonah Hill fat. I, his performance at first, it, like I wasn't set on it, and then. Like after about like ten minutes with the character, I really got used to it, and it just felt natural. I was like, okay, I believe it. It's good. We're good now. Just at first, it came off like a bit like because none of the other characters were very out there and zany like his character is. I'm not saying he's like cartoon. Well, he's he's more cartoony than the other characters, definitely. Yeah, but overall, like I I, I think it had like the perfect balance of comedy and then. Hardcore drama, you know what I'm saying? A dramedy. Yeah. I love dramedies. They're yeah. like it's the best best genre. I like when the stakes are high. It makes you feel like they shot on location with the movie too. I think they did. I, I mean, we could we could probably look that up, but like, yeah. I, I don't think when um they went to Jordan, uh, like the country in the movie, and it seemed like they can't fake that. Doesn't look like a Hollywood set to me. And same with when they were um like driving from Jordan to Baghdad, it all looked really convincing. Yes. I mean, obviously, they didn't go to the real Triangle of Death, but... No. Which is, like, Triangle of Death, I think, is an area between Baghdad and Jordan, which is, like, one of the most dangerous places to go through in the world. Cause it's, is it still one of the most dangerous, or is, are there more dangerous places now due to the recent rise? Well, I can tell you this. The, apparently, the most dangerous place in the world, from what I've read, is the DMZ between North and South Korea. Oh, really? I, I don't know. The most dangerous place in the world? So they don't fuck around there. Oh, okay. But anyway, I really liked uh, War Dogs a lot, and I would probably see it again. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely not my favorite comedy of the year. It's not it's not the best movie I've seen all year, but it is definitely something I recommend to give a watch or give a try. Oh, definitely. Um, give it a try. Yeah, so we both recommend it on our own accord. So uh, take that, take it or leave it. Yeah, and um, I actually surprisingly... I didn't like the actress. One more thing, sorry. The actress who played his wife, I, did, I don't think she's a good actress. Who Who is she? She was... Uh, what's um, her name? Uh, fuck her name. Ana de Armas. Yes, she Ana played de Is. Yep, she was also in Knock Knock, which uh, is not a. It's a horrible movie. Knock Knock. It sounds Bad. like a Kevin James movie. <laughs> uh, or not? Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's uh, what's his name? Eli Roth directed oh. it, and then Keanu Reeves stars in it, and then it's Ugh. her, and then some other girl that also starred in Green Inferno. Just a clusterfuck of just terrible choices. Eli Roth movies. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I actually surprisingly have not seen Superbad. You haven't? No, I have not neither have I. Superbad. Oh, really? I've only seen bits and pieces, like when it would come on I, TV. I've seen little bits of it, too. We Should should we see? I don't know. I'm, I'm afraid I won't like it. Well, I think you should still see it anyway. It's not going to, like, ruin anything. It's True. Not like you have, like, a high holding of it already. That was more for, like, when we were young, that was for kids that are our age now. Like, the older high school to, like, early college kids, even yeah, though I'm that's... technically... The age where I should be a graduate of college, but, you know, I failed my parents on that regard. Fucking failure, Ryan. They're very disappointed in you. Yep, and Your now mom I'm texted doing me earlier today and said, tell Ryan I'm very disappointed in him. 
Tell Ryan he could have done something else. He could have done something, you know, productive with his life. He could have been a, uh, an astronaut. Well, I don't know about that. That takes, like, a lot of... Could have been, been in the military. You definitely could have done that. Anyone could do that. could have sold your uh, God, that sounds, freedom away. And... That sounds shitty. I don't mean, like, any... Well, what I mean is gay, black, or white, yellow, blue. What? That are stripes. Ryan, you know that I'm blue. <laughs> you are welcome in the military, kids. Whoa. Is that a real song? No. You just came up with that on the spot? Is that surprising? You should fucking... It didn't make any fucking sense. Dude, it didn't sh- have any rhythm. You should... Uh, the military, if, if you're listening, anyone in the U.S. military, get Ryan an interview to be hired as, like, the U.S. military jingle writer. We will win any war because everyone will want to enlist. There was actually... Yesterday or last night, there was, like, a massive earthquake in Italy that's killed, like, 250 people. Really? Yeah. Did you even Fuck. hear about that? No. Yeah, because it wasn't I don't American, keep up so. with the news. I, I just get news notifications on my phone. Every day, so... I mean, Nothing surprises me anymore. Like, why do I need to be updated by constant tragedy? That's Nothing true. fucking surprises me. I don't care. It's what, bad, I get it, boo-hoo. But you have to be updated with what's going on. Yeah, what's going on is everything's just... Just... Boo-hoo. Sad or bad? Is it sad or is it bad this time, Matthew? What is the news? Let's turn on the news and see. Let's play Is It Sad or Bad? <laughs> or Is It Dad? <laughs> That's that secret little channel where it's just Dale doing his dances. Dale loves his dances. You want to hear a funny thing my dad did? He danced? One time my dad was in front of the TV and I was watching and I said, hey dad, move. And he started dancing because I told him to move. (laughs) Really? It's classic Dale. My dad, if I stood in front of the TV, he'd be like, you're not a window. And I'd be like, what does that mean? He'd be like, I have to explain it to my stupid son. Just get out of the way, son. (laughs) I know, he's like. (laughs) I I can't believe you didn't get that. You call yourself a comedian? (laughs) But dad, I'm not even, I haven't picked out my, uh, my, my dreams. Dad, I haven't picked out my prom dress yet. <laughs> what would your... Oh, my God, prom. I went to junior and senior prom. I did, too, and junior prom was a blast. Senior prom sucked ass. Uh, both proms were decent. I just, like, the events surrounding them were pretty just weird. L- l- let me paint the picture for you, okay? Are you ready? Yeah, paint it for me. Junior year. Yeah. Ryan uh, knows knows a gal that he's, he's been friends with uh, since, uh, you know, sophomore year of high school. Ryan, that's and, a whole year. Uh, yeah, her uh, with the girl for a whole year. Yeah, no, she uh, she broke up with her boyfriend recently. Ooh, and so and her boyfriend was jealous of me because we were we hung out a lot and we talked and we were like, hey, how you Uh-oh. doing? I actually started to develop feelings for her. Uh, yeah, while she was still in the relationship, and so uh, I was like, hey, do you want to uh, go to the prom? She's like, no, I was like, yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> someone already asked me. I was like, uh oh. Then it turns out that other guy invited just a bunch of girls to the prom just to like, so maybe one would say yes. So, so like it ended up that she was just one of the many yeses that he had. So shitty. I know. So she was like, fuck it. And then we, we went and then we, there was a chocolate fountain with cheese and crackers and shit. Cheese in the chocolate fountain and crackers. No, the the chocolate fountain was separate. And then they also had cheese and then crackers. And then, um, senior prom, I wore a big, dumb gray tux. Like you I looked like your grandpa's a, funeral. Yeah, I looked like a fucking clown. <laughs> well, might have been the clown shoes. <laughs> so, so junior prom, I don't really remember it that that much. Um, try, I don't even remember junior prom right now. What? Really? Oh, I remember it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun. wasn't that long ago for you. What? Like I know, a year I just, ago? Very funny, Ryan. <laughs> no, I, I junior prom was fun. I I danced my pants off, had a good time, and then um, senior prom. Basically, I went. Uh, with a girl who's my friend, 
And then the girl I actually liked, I saw her talking about how cute this other guy was, and I got really depressed. And then I went depressed. And I you got depressed. Yeah, I was like, you you were depressed because of this. I was really upset. I was like, oh man. (laughs) So I just left prom, and also my prom. So they booked this venue that I guess they sold more tickets than the venue would allow people in. So people like, we paid fifty dollars for a prom ticket. Like you got to let us in, and people would like. Refuse to leave. They're like, yeah, sorry guys, some of you need just need to leave prom, even though you paid. What? Yeah, no, it was a clusterfuck. So then the DJ they hired was this just white, like, 40-year-old dude named DJ Kyle. And DJ Kyle put his hands up in the air and refused to play music until uh, people left. What a fucking cunt, So dude. guess what? Every, almost every single person at prom left and got, got a refund. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Good. And, and the Did you get a refund? Prom, no, I didn't. I don't know why I never pursued that. My dad just, was like, he's not my son. I felt I, he I was not know. a true man. He did not. Because only true men ask for refunds that is true only true men but i i, true, I don't true, know true. i felt bad for the woman kind of like organizing the prom because well, it I wasn't mean, it wasn't her fault but it was her loss and i felt i liked her a lot and i felt bad for her so i guess i just didn't really bother but well, i just i walked back to my car which i parked like a fucking mile away and i was kind of passed out in my car and i felt like shit and then uh that was a depressing night of my life depressing it was pretty depressing depression what a depressing night. It was depressing. Yeah, if prom's one of the most depressing I didn't say times it was one of the most life. depressing. I just said it was depressing. Prom is depressing. It was when you're there. Depressing for Ryan. <laughs> yeah, but then that was that was my senior prom and uh it was fun. It was awful. Absolutely awful. They played really shitty songs and DJ Kyle wouldn't play the tunes. Thanks DJ Kyle. You and I are recently having to make a detour. Uh, whenever we want to walk to our apartment because we can't go through a certain alleyway anymore. We can't. Because it's become... Uh, like a homeless city. Yeah. The, it's a, a big group started hanging out there. There used to be no one there, and it was like a very nice, empty alley. Yeah. I, I don't. We don't have a problem with homeless people, of course. It's just... They brought a couch into the alleyway, and, and like they tip it over every night in different in different fucking positions. It's just so, thrown around. So it's like hard to navigate through the alleyway to like... Get to where we need to go. It's just like, it, it'll be like thrown around. We'll come outside like 20 minutes later. It'll be somewhere else in the alley, like flipped upside down. <laughs> and then there'll be someone sleeping under it. And then there'll be like two people sitting on it, smoking cigarettes. And it's like, all right. We can't get through this. We need to get through this area to park. 
and, and so, it's, it's, uh, it's weird because like then also if you more drive have past come them, more have come over time yeah yeah it's like it's slowly becoming like a little a little little town. town a little little hooverville if you will a little shire and and like then when you drive by they just like they'll, they'll stare at you like into your soul and it's like hey <laughs> like that time we were pulling into the taco bell drive-thru and there was this dude just standing in the way, just walking, and like he wouldn't get out of the way of the car because we were just driving straight to the drive-through, and he was just walking, and and like he turned around and just stopped and stared at us like what? And it yeah. was like okay, so we drove past him, and then he just walked by the car and just gave us like the most. He evil grimaced look. at you. I, I didn't want to make eye contact because I held eye contact with him. I want to make it awkward. No, it's like I feel like if you make eye contact with people, you're challenging them in a sense. Yeah, but I'm like if people car. if people have that mental state where. They're very aggressive. They're children, basically. I guess. They're, like, very primitive. Like, Primal even, children. even like, some dogs or whatever, aren't you not, like, supposed... Is it cats or dogs? You're not supposed to, like, look them directly in Just the eye. Just any predator you shouldn't look in the yeah. eye. Like, any any big thing that can kill you, don't look it in the eye. Because it's challenging them or something, Yeah, right? something like that. They don't like eye contact. Yeah, so I feel like that with certain humans that have, like, that walk a certain way and, like, you know, just look mad at you <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> but, uh, this, this has nothing to do with homeless people. Just, uh, another... Another it's type an observation of, of humans. Another, another, yeah, another observation of humans is one time back in South Carolina, I was getting my car fixed, and uh, I went to go get a pack of cigarettes. Um, this was like a while ago, and uh, there's this guy sitting outside, and he's like, "Hey, can I have a cigarette?" I'm like, "Sure, you know, I'll, I'm gonna, you know, it's one of those days where you're like, I'm gonna be nice, I'm gonna be talkative, you know, life is too short, blah blah blah." And so, uh, no, this was like two years ago, Jesus. Anyways. Um, so I was fix, fixing up my car, we smoked, we talked, and he told me of like how he was a Vietnam veteran and how he, in his own words, had all types of pussy. So uh, he then asked me for another favor. He's like, hey, could you, he was like fighting on the phone with his wife because his wife apparently left him on the side of the road because they got into a fight. He's like, yeah, my wife just left me here and I need, uh, I need, I need a ride back home. And I'm like, okay, uh, sure. I'm feeling extra nice today. <laughs> so he gets in my car and then... Uh, he, from the gas station, brings in, like, a six-pack of beer, and he just opens one up and starts drinking with the window down That's illegal, and everything. Isn't it? Like, it is, he, like, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, dude, if cops see you, I'm fucked. I'm the one that gets shit on for that. Did you tell him that? No, because I didn't want him to just get un- mad. It's just uncomfortable. It's like, oh, God, I don't know what he's going to do. He's in my car now. Okay. I lost. Well, he doesn't care, though. He's like, yeah. oh, I don't care. So, like, he, he finished one. And put it on the ground nice and gently. So, you know, blah, blah, blah. He, he opened another one, started drinking. I'm like, where are we going? He's like, uh, let's go pull into this neighborhood. So he directs me to the neighborhood. And then we park outside of a house. And he's and I'm like, is this your house? He's like, yes. I'm like, okay. So then he calls someone, gets in a fight with God knows who. Then he's like, actually, no, pull up a little more. The president we, of the United States. <laughs> what if it was? <laughs> and so we pull up to another house. And then he just gets out. I'm like, is this the place? Yeah, hold on one second. I'm like, okay, I just want to get you to where you are. I'm trying to be a nice person. And uh, he starts, he he unzips his fly and starts urinating on the front lawn. Oh, God. Of this uh, person's <laughs> house. Are you serious? Yeah, and I'm just sitting there in amazement, honestly. It's I think like, I've wow. just given up at this point. And then he walks back, gets in the car, and I'm like, hey, I'm just going to drop you off. He's like, yeah, that's fine. So I just drop him off at a Waffle House. <laughs> and uh, that that's the story of whatever this guy's name is. Let's yeah, call he- him... Benjamin, Benjamin, dude, I, I I guarantee right now, Benjamin's a multimillionaire. He's sitting in his mansion. He's a mogul. He's listening to Super Mega Cast. I'm like, oh my god, it was him! I gotta thank him. And like a check comes in the mail for like three million dollars next week. That would change my life. 
Benjamin, and it's like signed from Benjamin <laughs> to to Ryan McGee from Benjamin. But there's a wink at the end of Benjamin because he's like, that's not his real name, but he's like, hey, you talked about me. Wink, and then you wink. can't cash the check because he signed it fraudulently. <laughs> yeah. It says Benjamin <laughs> with a wink. And they're like, well, we can't we can't accept this check. That's not a real name. But what, le- but what if legally that was his signature? Then you have to go and be like, hey, man, I need you to get your name changed. <laughs> Instead of just rewriting the check, he has to go like get his name legally changed. To Benjamin Winky Face. Benjamin. How hard is it to get your name legally changed? Like, how long is that process like? I don't know. I'd, I'd imagine it would be as hard as getting a divorce. That's pretty hard. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't know, dude. I, I feel like not a lot of people change their names, but it's when people change their names. Usually it's really crazy people mm-hmm. that, that change their name. Like, there was a dude that changed his name to... Fuck, what was it? He tried to sue Jackass. Yeah. Some dude changed his name to Jackass. And because um, he was like a comedian, he legally changed his name to Jackass because the government let him do that. And then after like the Jackass movies became really successful, he sued Jackass saying they were stealing money from him by like he using... didn't win. Right. Please. Tell no, me. no, no, no. He okay, didn't win. Good. Um, but sometimes people win in that in those shitty circumstances. Like people will sue McDonald's for their coffee being too hot. It's so fucking stupid, dude, because I worked fast food for a few years and I. Honestly, I do recommend working fast food because uh, for a lot of you entitled millennials, I think that working fast food uh, or just working service kind of shows you what people are like because it kind of shattered my illusion that everyone's like nice and – you and I both worked with uh, customer service because, like, I worked at a grocery store and you worked. So we had, like, two I think it's a really good experience, yeah, because, like, looking back, I think it was a great experience because you get to see that people fucking suck. Yeah. And and it, it kind of opens your eyes and it – you know, kind of hardens you a little bit to reality, I guess. And but. here's here's the thing. And it teaches you, you know, you're always taught if you're nice to people, they'll be nice back type of thing. Yeah. Your job is to be nice to people. So you're nice to people like almost 100 percent of the time. People are nice to you probably, I'd say, 60 to 50 percent of the time. Otherwise, yeah. they're not rude, but they're neutral. Yeah. Just eh. and it's just it, it just shows you it's, it's almost like you're in a zoo. I'd say, and you're just kind of like watching people and how they act. That's yeah. what that's what I did. I like at a cash register, I would just people watching. Yeah, and then when I had to deal with the front end, because then I got off the cash register and like was like in charge of all the people at the cash registers. I forget what that title was, but like God, some of the customers and some of their fucking complaints. People, my God, there's just so many fucking entitled just people that that see people in the service industry as just shit humans. And and I the, I use I worked at Chick Fil A. And I had to deal with a lot of, like, older white people that were really, really wealthy that just didn't give a shit. They, just wanted, you, they wanted their Chick-fil-A. Because you lived in uh, Plantation Charleston. I did. I lived in Charleston, South Carolina. So I got a lot of those old Charleston people speak oh, like that. Oh, with the southern drawl. Yeah, that, that little southern charm accent. They'll come through and be like, yes, I'd like a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich, please. But oh. I remember this, this one girl um, or this woman called and said that her sandwich was so hot when she took a bite. That she had to be hospitalized for like third degree burns in her mouth. And we're like, when was this? And she was like, two hours ago. And it's like, then how are you fucking calling us on the phone? <laughs> it's like, people are so stupid. And I remember there was this one dude who always came through the drive thru. And, and I, I got to do the voice. This is how he ordered. He'd go, I'd be like, thank you for choosing Chick fil A. This is Matt. How may I serve you today? And he'd be like, he'd get really close up to the, the receiver and he'd be like, yes, I would like one Chick fil A chicken. <laughs> or no, it was, he ordered a, Char- yeah, you go, I'd like one Chick-fil-A char-grilled chicken sandwich, and instead of the crisp waffle potato fries, I would like a signature side salad with classic buttermilk ranch dressing, 
and then a tall glass of water to wash that down. And every time I'd come through, I'd be like, guys, guys, it's him. So other people could hear it. And then I'd be like, the best part about this dude is he would start to yell. If like, I'd be like, I'd, I'd mess with him. I'd be like, what was that? A char grill, Chick-fil-A, <laughs> chicken. And then after like the second time, he'd be like, a char grilled Chick-fil-A chicken <laughs> Did he really sandwich. Get that loud? Yeah, he would yell. Like, not, not in really a mean way, but more in just like a ah! And then he would pull around to the window and he'd always just be a huge dick in real life. He'd just like count his coins and just not even look at me and just like kind of drop them into my hand and not say, I don't know, dude, it's it's a stupid thing to get pissed off over, but I would always get bothered when people would come through and they just like wouldn't make eye contact and they won't say thank you. They won't like acknowledge you. It's like it's I don't know, it's a stupid thing to get mad over, but I get really pissed when people don't say thank you. If I like hold if I like go out of my way to hold the door for someone and they just walk right through in their own world, it's like, eh, that's kind of shitty. I, I got a question. I got an answer. Uh, what was the biggest complaint? A Chick Fil A. Yeah, biggest like, complaint. The that biggest someone complaint had. of one time, or like overall? Uh, like the the amount of this one complaint was higher than the amount of any um, other complaint given. So when you work, I, I think this is the way for most restaurants. Just most cash registers. I think you can probably because you work at cash registers. Mm-hmm. When the drawer is shut, it can't be open unless you open it with a key or make a transaction, right? Yeah. Okay, so or well, we, they, we did. We had this like button combination, but sometimes you would need the like front end assistance key. Yeah, we didn't have that. We had to. We had to either make a transaction or we had to have a manager come unlock the drawer. So I remember um, it was within my first like few months working there, because um, you know they tell you how much change to give back, and then it's up to you to do the math in your head. So I give this woman her change. And the drawer shuts, and she stands there, big line behind her, and she goes, she like sifts through the change and goes, you forgot to give me a penny. And I'm just like, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I- I'm short one cent. And I'm just like, let me go get my manager from it's, the back. It's southern pride at this point, right? Yeah, so I have to go back. Well, I have another story about that, too. So I go back, and I have to fucking get my manager from the back with a long line and go unlock the drawer so I can give her her penny. And that actually happened about three different times while I worked at Chick-fil-A. It's so shitty. It's like, how often do you, like, who even uses pennies? I haven't used a penny in, like, two years. No. I never use pennies. Unless, like, I, I know that I'll have exact change. Like, if I'm in the car and it has change in my cup holder, I don't I don't carry around pennies with me. Pennies, I just, like, toss them. I don't they they get shit. lost. I've lost more pennies than used pennies. That's a fact. I think that's a fact for everyone. Ryan, if you actually saved all your pennies, you'd be a lot richer. Mm. Another story about, like, Southern Pride. It's, like, a really big thing. Um, I was going to work with my buddy Jose, who... It's a guy who I made, like, those old We Sell Drugs videos and, and stuff with. Um, great guy, but he worked at Chick-fil-A with me, and that's how we met. And we were on our way to work one day, and we stopped at McDonald's to get breakfast. And there was this, like, big, old, fat, white dude, uh, very Southern white dude in front of us in line. And he's like, I want the big breakfast combo. All right, sir, it's going to be this much. And he's like, well, no, that's going to be this much. It says it on the menu, and you're charging me three cents more. Well, sir, uh, price has changed uh, overnight, and we haven't updated the menu yet. Well, that's three cents I'm not paying. I'm not paying it. You're taking it off. That is, I think that is a, like a lot. If like the price tag says that, then you can't charge them more. It was for the what morning, it and it changed last night. And like, yeah, no, I, I, I like, totally get that. No, I'm I get saying that. like physically the price tag. Like, I, I, that's his only defense. But he's being stubborn for no reason. You're yeah, because right. like three cents, and he's like, I'm not paying that three cents. It's like, holy fuck, dude! It's it's three pennies. And and he just like turned around and looked at me and Jose, and he's like, Christ! Like we're in agreement with him. 
And we're just like, dude, you're holding up the line. I'll fucking pay the three cents. You should have done that. He would have been like, uh, no. I mean, I have, I have three, like, I have three dude, pennies. I'll fucking pay it. It's not a big deal. No, I, I have, I have three cents. I can pay it if I wanted to. Then pay it. I, I, no. Then I'll pay it. No. I just want to fucking get my food, dude. I want my food for the price that it's promised. Well, you're being a big baby. Go home and suck. No, you're being a big baby. No, I'm being a grown adult offering to pay for No, you're I'm, being a grown I'm not adult. Freaking out over you're you're the one freaking out over three cents. At that point, I would just probably grab his nuts <laughs> with like one, one strong be like, clutch. No, you're the one grabbing my nuts. Yeah, I am. And I'd pull his trousers down and suck them off right there in the McDonald's. Yay! <laughs> you have any uh, you have any good shitty service stories? Uh, I'm sure you got plenty working at a grocery store in South Carolina. Just like people are women bathrooms shitty. are the most disgusting oh compared to men's. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> they're so gross. No one believes me. Girl bathrooms are way grosser than male bathrooms. Like there there are more cases of shit splattered on the wall in oh female god, restrooms dude. than male restrooms. There are oh more cases of. Female products not being disposed of properly and just strung about wherever they could throw them. There's more pee on the toilet seats than women. No, because they hover over the seats. They don't want to sit and piss. Yeah. So when they pee everywhere, because it's harder for them to aim. But they can't. They just make the fucking toilet paper. Things? I do that. Yeah. Like you take some toilet paper when you sit down and make like a nice little seat. Yeah. But but like the thing is, um, I remember on like two separate occasions at Chick Fil A, um, a woman had defecated her slacks and like a, a responsible adult had taken off her underwear which was filled with fecal matter and her pants and you know she I, I, she didn't want to throw it in the trash can that'd be too much work of course instead she got behind the toilet and stuffed them behind the toilet oh no one's going to find it there ryan and another woman i don't i don't know if it was intentional if she was psychotic but she had shit in her pants and her hands and she had smeared it all over the bathroom stall and the wall and the toilet and stuff so that's a, that was a that was a grown woman that did that and also another time this big woman came in and a uh, big big Medea looking lady she comes in and I was like wow it's like 20 minutes before we closed I was like huh something smells like pee and then I, I looked at this woman and her pants were just drenched in piss. Oh, did she know? She didn't know. She didn't know. I think she was mentally ill or something. But she or she was just really big, but I don't know how you wouldn't know you pissed yourself. She orders food, perfectly normal, goes and sits down at a seat, sits there until the restaurant closes, gets up and leaves. I go There's over a puddle in the seat. Yeah. Well, not really a puddle, because uh, she had already peed. It's just but damp. It, it was yeah, it was moist. Oof. And I was just ugh. And I had to clean up the seat and shit. And sorry, one more story about piss. It's just all flooding back to me. Uh-huh. This kid, uh, <laughs> um, this kid, there was like the playpen at Chick-fil-A. And to get into the playpen, you had to climb up like a vertical tunnel that had like uh, alternating steps, I guess. They weren't yeah. really steps. You kind of like had to snake your way up it. But if you're a kid, you can do it. But behind each step was like a big space. Uh, or behind the first step was a big hollow space no one could get to. A kid whips out his dick and, and just fills that thing with piss one day. Oh my god. And and we can't we can't get it out. So true story. And uh I I didn't know what to do, so I just sp- I sprayed a bunch of Febreze in it and left it. And it's still to this day probably filled with piss. Really? I mean, it's dry by now, but no way like there's no way to get in there and clean it unless they remodeled the the thing. And another time a kid took a shit down a fucking down the slide. Why? And, oh my god! And they would send they would send like Jose in to go clean it up. 
And course. um and but but they're like, hey, if you clean up bodily fluids, you get a free dessert. Thanks. Really? Yeah. I'm sure you want a poop looking des- like a like an ice cream cone, nice like a chocolate ice cream cone. cone. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I just cleaned up some. Oh God! But like they'd be like, oh, you can get some free fries. But like I just cleaned up a kid's fry vomit. I don't want free fries. <laughs> Because this little kid came in, like, he'd just gotten his, like... Their waffle yeah. fries are good, though. Oh, they're delicious. Chick-fil-A is unbelievably delicious. But, like, this kid had just got his yellow belt in karate, and he comes in, and he's like, I want fries! And his mom's like, I'll get you some fries, sweetie! And he gets a large fry and, like, eats it all and then just hurls it all over the floor, and I had to go clean that up. <laughs> it's disgusting. And there's a lot, a lot of people puked in Chick-fil-A. Oh. Yeah. Well, you don't like vomit. You're not I one for vomit. I vomit. And I heard a kid puke once, and it... Oh, scared me. He Did it just, give you PTSD? I got, I got, I got triggered by that vomit. You dude. got PTSD triggered from that. I got PTSD's nuts. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> Mike didn't even pick that up. Nope. I pooted though. Ryan farted. I did. Big fucking surprise, dude. I am a big fucking surprise. Surprise. I want it's you me. my birthday cake next Ryan. year. Ryan. Huh? I want a big birthday cake, and I want you to pop out of it. <laughs> I would if you with paid little for it. little nipple tassels. If you and paid stuff. for it, I'd do it. If you paid for a giant birthday cake. It's a birthday surprise, though. You're I don't want to spend it on... You're, I'm not going to buy it. I never it said for you to buy the cake. I just want you to pop out of it. <laughs> get other people to get me a I'll, big I'll cake. get Brent to buy it. Yeah, get Brent to buy I'll it. Get no, Brent no, no, no. To... Well, if that's the case, I want Brent in there with you. <laughs> okay. I want you both naked, nissle ta- <laughs> naked nipple tassels, and I want you covered in Vaseline. And I want you to both be wearing, like, one diaper. Okay. And I want you guys to pop out and just, surprise! <laughs> what you wearing? Hey, what you wearing? <laughs> Fucking love Brent. Uh, Brent he's is so awesome. He's the best manager in he the world. He was scooting around the office today. Yeah, you got a great little <laughs> clip of him scootering. It's only for me to enjoy. I, I want to enjoy it, too. <laughs> it's really it. funny. It's just like a still shot, and then Brent just rides by on the scooter. If you don't know who Brent is, he's the manager of Game Grumps. And he's so fucking awesome. He's also our employer, and he's a sweet, wonderful little man. And he has a Twitter. I think it's like the Brent Lily on Twitter. Go check him out. He's cool. We love him. Never loved a man like I've loved Brent. Uh, what about your dad? <sighs> what about your sister? Okay, real funny, because my, <laughs> my sister had the sex change, Ryan. <laughs> my sister didn't actually have a sex change. She just got married to a man. No, oh, that's unfortunate. There's nothing wrong with getting a sex change. I'm just She's saying. just a part of the problem. Yeah, she changed her last name and everything, so. Ah, dude, I gotta change her last name in my phone. That's well, weird. Well, what's the, like, marriage? Like, what's what's the benefit of it, other than, like, I get to... V- you you become technically technical family and you get to like visit them in the hospital during dire circumstances and like legal I guess, benefits. I guess are there like tax write offs when it comes to having a spouse? Yeah, that's why that was one of the big things about uh that that was a big thing during the gay marriage fight. It, like it wasn't just the a, gay marriage fight, the great gay marriage war. <laughs> no, the but battle like, of the great gay marriage. That was one of the things about gay marriage was you know it wasn't just about having the same. Of course, the biggest part was about having the same rights and being able yeah. to marry whoever you... That's the pinnacle of the movement. Yeah, but there was also a big thing about benefits. You know, people, it's like, when you're married to a spouse, you get certain benefits that involve... I don't know what they involve. It involves money stuff, though. I, yeah. I don't know if it's like... Well, it's money and the hospital thing. Yeah, that kind of thing, too. And it's like, say you've basically been... You say you have you have this partner, you've been your partner for 60 years, and you're both gay, and it's like, they're in the hospital dying, and it's like, sorry, immediate family only, and you can't go in and see them. That, dude, that there are shitty, stories of that. That, that, that fucking sucks. I know. it's It was bullshit, but now, you know... I would never forgive someone for that. No. I would I would, I would raise hell about that for the rest of my life. Oh, yeah. I, that, I would never be okay with that. If I didn't get to see, like, my dying partner, because they're like, sorry, immediate family only, and it's like, just because I don't have a 
government piece of paper saying that I'm legally bound to them. I can't go see them. But now everyone can get a government piece of paper Yay! and be and be uh, looked upon by the government and be filed in their filing cabinet of marriages. Mm-hmm. You think they have just like one big filing cabinet just packed with papers like marriages? Yeah. yeah. And then they have another one for the for divorces, a little paper <laughs> shredder that just says divorce on it, and they just drop the files into it. God, that's the thing though. Like marriage, like there are benefits, but. It's hard to want marriage when divorce is, you know, the rates are so high and you always go, I'm going to be with someone, I'm going to make sure we never get divorced. Like, what do you think most marriages start out? They're not going to start out going, you know, this is going to end one day. <laughs> they're like, they're, they're full on just, yeah, this is going to last. We're going to do this. We love each other. And it ends. Well, people find out they're not compatible because I think a lot of people get married because I think a lot of people get married while they're in a very like, glamorous phase of the relationship the honeymoon stage that, yeah that's why i think it's it's very important to not date someone for just a year and then get married you know because if you're going to spend your life with them spending a few more years dating isn't going to change anything well there also goes the whole thing like is monogamy something that humans are meant for like the, as a species i don't know anything about that because bio no i'm like i'm just talking real like biologically you know we're supposed to spread our seed type of thing yeah. Like, do you think that plays any role today in our, like, minds, like, underneath? I think that's why people cheat. I yeah. I think it's a big reason why people cheat, why people are unfaithful and stuff. Like, of course, there's the emotional stuff like that, but it also has to deal with just kind of being horny. I'm horny right now, Ryan. Then come over here and cheat on your girlfriend. Okay, I'm pulling my trousers down. Ah! <sighs> <sighs> oh! <laughs> I'm preying, dude. Oh, pre. <laughs> that, that joke's on so many channels by yeah, now. Yeah, it's probably. on Game Grumps, Super Mega. What was that? That was my flip flop. Oh. It sounded like a ter- terrifying screech. I thought it was like a, like a radio signal coming in from like outside the door from our recording studio. I'm like, is the FBI about to kick down our door? Yeah. I mean, How dare you boys talk about the government? You're under arrest <laughs> for being gay. In the future, do you see yourself married? Yeah. Do you see yourself with kids? Yeah. I do. Well, what's what's well, the, I can't I can't what's the what's the what's the what's the draw for you? Because like I used to really want kids. I used to. OK, well, actually, I used to really like I, I don't know. I, I, I would always be like, man, I can't wait to trick or treating stuff uh, like I can't wait to buy presents and surprise them. And I, you know, be a dad. And I think that I, I that, lost that completely. I think uh, that part recently. of that might. I think God. a lot of that has the possibility to come back as you become older and more mature and start to like settle down with life i feel part of that might come back more but like, part of it's not being adventurous for me it's not like i want to do more with my life i mean that's part of it part no, of it's like, like i have no open like my mind it's just like i can't see myself wanting to spend that much time and effort on that yeah, no, I mean, I'm, that's a totally valid opinion, and that, who knows, maybe 10 years from now... I'll change my mind. You, you're, you might have a wife who really wants kids, and you love her, and you're going to be like, okay, yeah, I'll have a kid. Yeah. I mean, I, don't, I honestly, thinking back now, I, I, I kind of take back what I said. I do see myself getting married. I don't know... Well, the, it's hard to think about right now, because... You, you're young. We're yeah. living... We're, we're, we're young. very young. I'm 20, you're 22. Yeah, we're And we're living in, like, a phase in our lives where we have so much freedom... Yeah, and and it it's hard to comprehend like another lifestyle where we are bound down by you know having a spouse and having a child because once you have a child, there's no getting out of that. There's no like no, there, you, there there's no like oh I'll only be responsible for him for a little bit. It doesn't go away. When you have a kid, you have a kid until you die. Yeah, so it's like 
that's a massive fucking responsibility. And, you know, people, like, I think a lot of people get married too early and have kids too early mm -hmm. and end up very miserable. And I think that if I do end Some up... Some people end up very happy. Yeah, absolutely. And if And if you can, go you. I'm glad that you can find happiness with your life. But I, I think that for me to have a kid... And I'm not ruling out having a kid, you know, mm -hmm. like I'm saying, I just, it's hard to see right now because it is a lot of money and a lot of responsibility. And I, I, I'm not mature enough right now to think about having a kid and I'm not mature enough to have a kid right now. Uh, I couldn't have a kid right now. I'm not financially stable. I'm not, you know, honestly, I'm not mature enough to have a kid. <laughs> but, no, no. Well, um, I don't, I, I've learned this and I looked at, I've looked at people around, you know, just kind of like. You know, you've been in high school with a lot of people. You meet a lot of people along the way. None of these people are friends of mine, or I consider them friends of mine. So, like, I'm not risking any offense. But I think I've I've realized that you're you're never like old enough to have a kid. Like, you never like like yeah. your 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 age is older. But I feel like when I'm 40, I'm gonna kind of just at the heart of myself be that my I'm gonna laugh at the same shit. You know? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Of course, you know I. You and I have both changed a lot in the past year, so God knows yep. how much more we're going to fucking change. Life changes. Um, a year from now, we'll be doing a toy unboxing channel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, think about that, dude. I mean, a lot's fucking changed. You, you, uh, uh, you and I have started Super Mega. Yeah, just in the last, it's only been about four or five months now. Yeah. We're almost, we're getting, we're creeping our way up to 100,000. So yeah. thanks to everyone who listens to our podcast and watches our videos. It's kind of weird. Um, taking it back real quick, like, actually, who is it? Bionic Pig TV, he's part of that podcast, Hot Wet Soup. He actually just had a baby last week, I think. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, he's Does posting he about it on Twitter. What? Okay, he posted about it on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not secret. He posted okay. about it on Twitter, but he, uh, he just had a little baby. A little Congratulations. Baby yeah. Uh, Grayson, uh, I'm not gonna, sh but he's, he's gonna have a, he's, yeah, he's gonna, gonna have, have a little boy, isn't he? Yep. Uh, <laughs> little boy. Grayson from the old Cynical videos. Rodney. Rodney the Frag Grenade, that guy, he's about to have a little kid. Yes, he is. Yeah, everyone is growing up. We're yep. sitting here making dick jokes into a microphone for tens of thousands of younger people. And if you're older than us, then, yep. Thanks mm -hmm. for growing up with us, I guess. Thank you. It, it's it's kind of weird to think about, too, because, like, a podcast, say it gets 10,000 views in a week. That's like us doing it in front of an audience of 10,000 people. I don't feel like that, though. Like not, Yeah, it doesn't feel like that. No part of me feels like I'm speaking to a mass crowd. It just feels like I'm sme I'm speaking to small individuals because their voices look so similar in the comment section. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's so many people, because I think a lot of the commenters kind of have the same mindset and a lot of people. Yeah. I think a lot of more mature watchers don't really leave comments because I never comment. I've never commented. I only commented on videos when I was young. Yeah. I mean, like, a part of that also is just kind of like, I guess my whole feeling. I just, I don't think I'll ever feel big. You know, in terms yeah. of YouTube popularity. Well, looking in those pants, I'll tell you, that's not the case. Ooh. But well, I, on, I, I don't, well, I don't on think that so note. I don't, I don't think, like, it feels weird, like, I, that people actually watch us, you know? I th Part of me wants to kind of, I wonder if it's just kind of like, I don't feel like I deserve this form of success, kind of. Yeah. Just because, I don't know, there's a lot of personal stuff to go along with it, but it's just... Right now, you and I have this gaming channel, and it's like all this stuff, but there are people out there that are very fucking talented and work their fucking asses off to produce, like, really high-quality, like, fucking content. And 
I I I want I want I want this channel to be of high quality content, and we're we're working hard. We're working we're, really we're, fucking hard. We're, we're working hard on night. a lot of channels right now, and um, it's not too much work. It's it's a lot of work, but it's not too much, and I it's can just. Handle it. I think it's it's more of the feeling of you always want to get better, and so you're so I don't think I'm ever going to give myself credit to be like, okay, I'm good now. I am done. Yeah, I am finished. Because you you always strive for that point but you never get there yeah but i think that's not a bad thing yeah i think that keeps you on top of things because what i've noticed is that when people do reach that level of, of success they 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 always say they're in that they're left in that uh kind of like what do i do now state yeah and that can last a long time so maybe it's best not to reach that point you know yeah you like <laughs> if that point is attainable keep trying to go farther because once you reach that point where you're like what now you find you're not as happy as you thought you would be at that point, but and then you then you try to find something else, and then next thing you know, you're fucking you're on another journey. Cocaine. Yeah, that too. Yep. Anyway, guys, uh, I think that's a, that's a that's a good place to end this podcast with uh, with Ryan and Matt. Bye. Bye. Sexual. Nope. Bisexual. Stop it. Sorry.